Oh, yes. It's Friday. Brad, hit the high point. Let's go. Weekend begins now. You sound like Taylor Swift singing the Fridays. What's happening? Is that's that not a Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift song? song, is it? No. No, no, that's Rebecca Black. You sound this like Rebecca Black. Gonna come, they're going to come for your ass for that, Brad. Yeah, don't come at me. Don't at me. Uh, what? Don't at, don't at me either. Hello. Welcome to Backdoor Cover. I'm Micah. That's Brad. What's good? What is good? Happy Friday. Happy New Weekend. Happy New Weekend, indeed. Uh, I hope everybody else is having a happy new weekend. I hope everybody has gone to earlybirdcbd.com and picked up, use promo code Backdoor Cover to pick up some of the best uh, CBD hemp full spectrum micro dose gummies in the world. Microdose earlybirdcbd.com. Yeah. That's right. You're a fool if you it's have it. That's what I have to say. You are a you are a buffoon. Sorry to be Give mean. it a try. Yeah. Give it a try. You'll be shocked by how affordable it is. Uh go try it. Use I have a story for you, Micah. Backdoor cover. Please. Uh so it was it would have been Thursday, so this was yeah, yesterday. I wake so Wednesday afternoon, I am feeling I'm kind of dragging along. I get on the Peloton and I suffer through like a forty five minute ride. My shitty Peloton bike doesn't work. Afterwards, I decide I'm going to have a couple of beers, and I end up having three hazy IPAs, go to bed, and I wake up just, I, I did not deserve the hangover that I had, that I received from oh, this no. behavior, and it all could have been avoided if I had drank water and just had my nice little microdose of early bird CBD, but no, I decided I was going to be really fancy and drink my, my three hazy IPAs, and I... I swear it felt like I saw the sunrise. Like I woke up and I was like, oh my God, like just croaking. I'm in so much pain. I And I'm, I just I'm realized how soft I am. And uh, really it all could have, it was self-inflicted. It could have been avoided with just one, one micro dose and one less uh, hazy IPA. That's all that needed. And I've learned my lesson. Well, yeah, now you've learned, everyone listening can learn their lesson. I complained to my CBD. wife for at least half the day. I was like, I don't deserve this. And she's like, yes, you do. And I was like, I didn't do anything wrong here. I had three beers. She's like, you need to drink more water. You dummy. You need to listen to your own advice and get some early bird CBD <laughs> in your life. That's, that's what she should have said. She didn't well, feel sorry for me. Uh, news alert. Yeah. I, I could have, I could have told you that. Mm. Let's talk some sports. Let's talk uh, about sports. We're going to run through some college, run through some pros. The The big college football story off the field is Michigan apparently has some sort of investigation happening. Science dealers. They have a football analyst named Connor Stallions, which is an awesome yeah, name. That's pretty gangster. Uh, he has been suspended uh, because of an alleged sign-stealing operation run by the Wolverines. Uh, Stallion was identified as a person of interest in the investigation. They, the violation here isn't sign stealing necessarily. It's scouting future opponents in person. Yeah. It's conspiracy to steal signs, which is weird that you can't like, this is weird to me that this has been a rule since 1994. Like why couldn't, if if I'm playing Oklahoma next week, why can't I send staff to the Oklahoma game to go scout them in person? Like why? that doesn't make any sense. I guess because you steal signs. Like that's the only reason why. I mean, high school. Like I like for example, 
uh, our friend Coach Bobby yes. used to be a, a middle school football coach. And part of his responsibility was on Fridays, he would be in charge of scouting the team they were going to play the next week. So he would go to the next game oh, for, and watch, watch that team play. Bobby Stallion. Now, I don't think he was there to steal signs, but he was just there to like scout the players. I'm like, why can't you do that? I, I don't understand why that would be a thing um, because – Sign stealing specifically isn't illegal, but yeah, that's dumb. I'm not really sure what to. But th- he's this is the, weird the charges that, brought against him are sign stealing, right? Well, the charges are are scouting in person, uh, and the reason that they get caught apparently is because the Wolverines. A source tells ESPN the Wolverines have used an elaborate scouting system to steal signals from future <laughs> opponents since at least 2021. Oh wow. It sounds yeah, pretty yeah. fucking like they're just doing their job, man. But okay. Yeah, this is weird to me. But, um, you know, it is funny because Harbaugh like always talks about integrity and Michigan and all that stuff. Uh, and this seems to be, you know, outside of the bounds of the rules. Uh, although, like, why are there any rules in college football anymore? Any, You know, you can pay dudes. Literally, you can transfer at any time. Like, literally anything goes in this sport now. Uh, but apparently, you can't go to a game in person. You can't send if a scout you are to going a game to play in, in the future. Yeah, it's weird. They were it's doing the, me, like they were they were like scouting teams in person that they could feasibly see in the NFL or the CB, CFB playoff. And it's like, is really that's something that you're going to be mad about? Is that they're going to go watch an Alabama game for the just in case they play Alabama in the, the college playoff? It's like, get the fuck out of here. Anyway, sources say the NCA enforcement staff uh, is. The level of interest in Stallions was so significant it sought access to his computer as part of the investigation. Uh-oh. Uh, Stallions is a retired captain in the United States Marine Corps. Wow. Uh, a graduate of the U.S. Naval Academy was hired as an on- off-field analyst by Michigan in May of last year, according to a link in his uh, a bio on his LinkedIn account. So there you go. Uh, very strange. But uh, – I mean, like, I, I just feel like I sh- you should have scouts at all the games. I, that does Pro seem like a good idea. I, high schools uh, do it with Coach Bobby, so. Yeah, if Coach Bobby is is driving to Leander to go check on, uh, you know, the Hutto Hippos the week before they play. I bet Fred afternoon know. he's like, God damn it, why don't they put a rule in place that I can't go to the stupid fucking game? Oh, he hated it so much. Because then he had to, like, log all the tape and do all this shit. It was a real nightmare <laughs> for Coach Bobby. Uh, we'll have to get him on this podcast to talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Well. Stallion's so a cool there name. Go. There you go. Um, yeah. Yeah. Still a cool name. That's that's for sure. Um all right. Well, let's let's talk about the games this week, and I'm sure we'll hear more about this scandal as it unfolds. I mean, in the in the scheme of things, this seems pretty minor, but this is the number two team in the country, and these you know Harbaugh was suspended the first three games for other NCA violations. You know, this has got a chance to be sort of a cloud, uh, at least. Um, we'll see if it matters on the field. It's a microdose. Let's talk about like a, it's a microdose. Size it's a microdose. Yeah. He should go get some early bird CBD. Uh, but chill and, the uh, fuck use out. Promo code yeah. Backdoor cover. Yeah. Chill out. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> Let's start with, uh, <laughs> America's team, the James Madison Dukes now seven and zero after beating Marshall last night in one of the ugliest football games I've ever seen. This game was three to two in the third quarter. Uh, J- JMU and, 
uh, JMU wins 20 to nine. Yeah. Marshall did nothing on offense. The JMU defense is like legit good. Okay. Uh, they returned Marshall's only touchdown came on a 99 yard kickoff return and they got a safety. And other than that, like James Madison shut them the fuck down, <laughs> uh, at Marshall. Uh, and then the announcers just spent like, and there was also like a, a bad injury at the end of the game where a guy got carted off the field and like put on a stretcher. And the announcer just, the announcer spent like the last 20 minutes of the game just talking about how unfair it is that James Madison can't play in a bowl game and can't represent. Why can't uh, There's a rule that when you move up from FCS to FBS, you can't play in a bowl game or in the postseason for two years. And last year, James Madison, their first year in FCS, actually won the their division in the Sun Belt and would have gone to the, the conference championship, but wasn't eligible. And now this year, they're 7-0, and and they're not eligible to play in the conference championship or in a bowl game, which is crazy considering there's some 5-7 and team that's going to end up playing in a bowl game. And yeah, James Madison could be 12-0 and and can't get there. But um, anyway, not that anyone gives a shit about I, that. So on the same line as them, one line up for Rice Tulsa, there's a Luke McCaffrey stat. Is that a McCaffrey? Is there a McCaffrey that plays for Rice? Maybe it's a McGuffey. It's McCaffrey. Number 10 wide receiver, birthplace Highland Ranch, Colorado. I'm pretty sure that's where the McCaffreys uh, were raised. I think that that might be a McCaffrey. That would make sense. I think it could be. Well, that's that's the Rice game. I thought that was at first James Madison. I was like, they got a fucking McCaffrey at JMU? But uh, no, that's one line above. Anyways... Rice is a little spicy this year. Yeah, some spicy rice. They won 42-10 yeah, versus Tulsa. Some of the, that at Tulsa. You know, Tulsa did send a set a Guinness World Record last night for the world's largest beer tasting. Is that so right? They've got that going for them. Yeah. Their, team, their players must have been drunk because they got that ass whipped by the spicy rice. The spicy rice. Mm-hmm. Muy, muy bueno. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about... Uh, the football, the big game, the big nude Saturday game. We talked about it on Monday. Penn State at Ohio State. I don't have – I need to look at the lines here. Um, this game, of course, your big nude Saturday on Fox um, should be uh, should be fun to watch. Ohio State, a five-point home favorite, over under 46. I think I like the over. Penn State comes in 6-0. Yeah. Ohio State, 6-0. I, I think I like uh, Penn State, State, by the way is 6 and 0 against the spread this season. So Is that right? I think this is the one they worth. they uh I think this is this is where that streak gets broke. I think Ohio State takes it to them. So Should be a good one. Big nude. Yeah. A big nude. I love a big nude Saturday. Yeah. Uh obviously. Clearly. All right. Uh also in the 11 o'clock window UCF goes to Oklahoma. OU a 17 and a half point home favorite there. Number 6 UCF Oklahoma. O- yeah, UCF 0-3 in the Big 12 uh, to start, looking like an 0-4. Uh, Air Force goes to Navy. The Air Force is ranked. They're uh, ranked 22nd. They're 6-0. They're 10-point road favorites in that one. Uh, moving to the 2-30 window, you've got Oregon, number 9, hosting Washington State. Um, Oregon, a 20-point favorite. Oregon's good. Yeah, they're mean. They nasty. Also nasty in the two thirty window. The da 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 da. Number seventeen Tennessee at number eleven Bama. Bama a nine point favorite. The over under here forty seven and a half, which seems a little low, quite frankly, especially if you think Tennessee has any chance. 
I think it's because Bama's offense isn't that great this year. But, you know, they, they've caught fire before. This Melrose guy's kind of ups and downs uh, the quarterback at Bama. So I could see why it would not be as high as you would expect. But, yeah, if, if Tennessee has any shot at this, I think they're going to have to put some points on the board here. So we shall see. The next game on the board is what's most important here. That number 20, Missouri versus South Carolina. I know that's on your radar right there. Oh, yes. You bet You bet your ass it is. The Missouri Tigers, a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. This is homecoming. Go. As you know, Missouri invented homecoming. Don't let anybody else <laughs> claim otherwise. <laughs> and for the a internet. Long time, yeah. Well, the, the for a long time, whenever like Mizzou would put out a press conference – or whenever people would be like, homecoming was an event, Missouri, and people would be like, no, it, no, it wasn't. It was at this place. For some reason, Missouri always uh, always said, we've been recognized by Jeopardy as the first homecoming. <laughs> so I just thought that's it was their funny. Like that's some, their, their, some TV uh, writer from, from that went to Mizzou, like moved to L.A. and wrote some joke about this, <laughs> you know, wrote a question. And, and that's their and source. And now it's, it's, a, it's a gospel. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, that's true. Anyway, it's... It's a big game for Mizzou. I don't want to jinx it, Brad. Is it I homecoming? Just, uh, it is homecoming. Oh, goodness. There's going to be so much pomp out on that campus. You will not believe it. And then, uh, you know, the big story off the field here, Missouri in a recruiting battle with Texas and other schools for Wingo, the number two player in the state of Missouri, wide receiver, five-star, uh, who is apparently an, uh, announcing his choice next Wednesday. He will be at the game. He was at the game last week for Mizzou. All signs point to Ryan Wingo being a Tiger. Wow. Could you imagine that uh, receiving Arr. core? Lil Weezy, we got Luther Burden, touchdown Luther, and then we got this this Wingo guy. That that would be a three-headed monster for the ages. Uh, don't forget about the the. Thelonious. Uh, <laughs> Thelonious and, is, is next level, too. Yeah, that's a little wheezy. All right. Anyway, that's uh, I'm nervous. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Uh, other games. North Texas goes to Tulane. Tulane, a 20-point favorite at home. Uh, no one cares. Minnesota goes to Iowa. This one, shockingly, it was 31-and-a-half was the over-under. It is down what? to 30-and-a-half. This is the lowest <laughs> over-under in, like, in years. I saw something like there have been three – over unders under like thirty three in the last ten years, and they've all in, they've all been Iowa games, which is just funny. That sounds about right. Thirty and a half, um, Iowa three and a half point uh, favorite against the line. There, moving to three o'clock. We're talking Central Time, in case you haven't caught on. <laughs> Texas goes to Houston. Uh, the Horns are twenty three and a half point road favorites in front of a crowd that will be seventy percent Longhorn fans. Fair. Um, so that'll be fun. Is that Dana Holgerson still? It is right now. Uh, the seat is is warming up there. <laughs> yeah, for him. Uh, this is the, the first time Texas and Houston have played in a long time, and it's the last time they're going to play for a long time as Texas leaves the Big Twelve. Yeah. Uh, more Longhorn ties. Former head coach Mac Brown, <laughs> head coach at North Carolina, moving to the five thirty window on the CW network, as we talked about earlier. Ouchie. Carolina, twenty three and a half point favorite against. One and five Virginia. They suck. Uh, Ole Miss goes to Auburn. Number 13, Ole Miss goes to Auburn. Mississippi, a six and a half point road favorite against Hugh Freeze's Auburn Tigers. I'm so, so confused by the fun. CW network. Is this like the first time ever that the CW network has been the whatever? Well, they're, 
they're getting in the live sports game. They started with the live tour. Yeah, I was about to say, I knew they were all over live, but like. They love that Saudi money and apparently the ACC money. Um, Fair enough. Number two, Michigan goes to Michigan State. Michigan in the midst of a bit of a controversy, but a 24-point road favorite. Uh, Number 16, Duke at number four, Florida State, a big ACC tilt. Florida State, a 14-point home favorite, and that one at 630. Mm. Uh, Army is a 32-point underdog at LSU. That's not really fair to play a night game at Tiger (laughs) Stadium. Sorry (laughs) to our service members. The Pac-12 after dark game, well, I guess there's two Pac-12 late games, but uh, Utah, number 14, goes to number 18, USC. That's a pretty good one. USC is seven-point favorite. I'd like the Utes. I think I mentioned that. Yeah, me too. Washington State and Michael Penix. Uh, Junior continues his Heisman quest against a lousy Arizona State team. This is your after dark one and five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a nine thirty Central start, and also a nine thirty Central start UCLA at Stanford. UCLA my, seventeen. My, my bedtime reminder goes off at nine, so like that's tough. Even me. on Saturdays, every day of the week, baby, seven days. That makes me so happy. I rarely see it because <laughs> I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> good for you how's the claire bear sleeping oh my god she's such an angel uh she's sleeping love, very love well to hear it. yeah yeah just picked her up from daycare so she slapped me in the face and said hello but she didn't say hello she just said Rah! and nah. i think she likes me i think that's a sign of respect the slap in the face so i'll take oh good it. yeah um you know, also slapping people in the face, the Jaguars slapping the Saints right in the dick last night. <laughs> Did drop in the Thursday night game. Yeah. Yeah, drop kicked them. Uh, Jags 31, Saints 24. Saints stink. They're did you not, see the Galatoire segment? I did. I did. I have seen it since you, since you, uh, uh, it's not the most inspiring, inspiring television, but you know, it's, it's a, it's a, a favorite of the backdoor cover podcast, so I had to call it out. It's always nice, always nice to see Galatoire's get its flowers. There one of go. the finest, finest establishments in the world. I think and shouts as always. Might have been Allen. one of the drunkest places I like because we spent a good, you know, six hours there. So drinking. Yeah, uh, yeah, so definitely. Yeah. It, it, the place still stands, so that's good. It's still there. Um, all right, let's talk about the worst game of the week for about. 15 seconds the Raiders versus the Bears there are backup quarterbacks going in both for both teams Um, the Raiders are starting someone the Raiders have not announced who their starter will be the Bears are starting someone I have never heard of who played division two last year I got as a undrafted rookie what do you know about this guy buddy I'm sorry to take this for longer than 15 seconds the guy's name's Tyson Badgett and his Mm -hmm. father is famous famous as fuck for being the widely known as the greatest left-hand uh, arm wrestler in the history of the world. And he's apparently oh like, uh, if you look this guy up, there's like videos of him. He's like a professional wrestler, like caliber personality, and he's a maniac. And uh, yeah, he, there's some special stuff about this Tyson Badgett guy. So uh, yeah, check him out. Starting for the Bears. Uh, he will be the fourth player to be a Division two quarterback to start an NFL game in the last 20 years. Um, so there you go. Yeah. I, I like, just can't believe how exciting that, how, like, how could that game get worse? The, the one in five bears hosting the three and three Raiders with a backup quarterback start some dude with, from a division two school. The Raiders are two and a half point road favorites for some reason there. Um, what I is, won't be watching. What a dump fest. 
By the way, there are six teams on bye this week, so mm-hmm. it's kind of a, a lighter slate. Uh, the Browns go to the Colts. Cleveland, a three-and-a-half-point road favorite. We get Gardner, Gardner Minshew again this week uh, for the Colts. I think we're getting uh, it for the rest I, of the year, by the way. Well, you know, correct, correct. Um, with think- Anthony Richardson out for the year. I mean, I don't have much to say about that. The Browns have an excellent defense. The Colts somehow are three and three, but are essentially a dumpster fire. Something so we'll bizarre see. is going on with Deshaun Watson. He was cleared to play like a month ago almost, and he's still not playing. He's still questionable. Something There's all this video of him weird. throwing passes. Yeah, yeah something strange. strange. I mean, not strange for Deshaun Watson because that well, would be relatively you speaking. Know, this we're I'm talking about a person that you know allegedly. Uh, you know, it was inappropriate with dozens of massage therapists. So everything is weird because he is a pervert, but uh, we'll see what happens <laughs> okay. there. Okay. Pats uh, and Bills. Uh, Bills go to the Patriots. Buffalo, an eight-point road favorite. I can't At imagine. I can't imagine Bill Belichick has ever been an eight-point home dog. To Buffalo. Um, but I don't understand how you could possibly take think the Patriots are going to win that game. Like no. it would take an act of God. I would assume if they even cover the spread would be an act of God. Here's one that'll, it would take an act of God for me to watch actively. The giants host the commanders, Washington, a two and a half point road favorite. And that one, man, there's some stinky games so far this week. That's the basement of the NFC East right there, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Falcons. Uh, you know, I, I saw that, uh, um, Vanilla Vic, what's the guy's name? The quarterback Ritter? for the Giants. Oh, you're talking about no, Danny no, no. Dimes. Yeah, Danny Dimes, aka Vanilla Vic, uh, is questionable, I believe. And people are saying, like, oh, you know what? Their backup's just as good. It's never really something you want to hear when you're paying your quarterback $43 million a year. Tyrod Taylor's better. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it's not great <laughs> for the Giants. And, it, and especially when the backup is Tyrod Taylor, who's like just okay on his best day. Um, that game stinks. This one's okay. A little spicy. Falcons at Buccaneers. Oh, sorry. One ahead of you. Oh, NFC South matchup. Falcons at Bucks. Bucks, a two and a half point home favorite. These are two pretty evenly matched teams. Um, Both have Falcons are three and three. Bucks are three and two. Um, You know, whoever wins this game is going to be in pretty good shape. Whoever loses it is, is, uh, you know, headed in the wrong direction. Hard to believe that Baker Mayfield may be the best quarterback in that division, but he might be. Yeah, I think pretty comfortably, right? What is it? Cars, the I other think one. So, I'll take Bake. Um, and so that beta mail. Um, <laughs> the best game in the early window yeah, is the is Lions the at the Ravens. This is the one. Baltimore, a three-point home favorite, which basically means Vegas thinks these teams are even. Uh, Ravens four and two. Lions five and one. Lions, of course, tied for the best record in the NFL, which is wild to say. I think the new methodology uh, is one and a half points from Vegas. Is what I've heard recently. Uh, just oh, really? FYI. Oh, is that coming from? Is that coming from Mitch? No, that's coming from. I forgot what podcast I was listening to, but they were talking through the methodology of predicting scores and talking through home field advantage and how home field holds less weight than it used to, and Vegas is giving people one and a half as opposed to three, or at least that's hmm. whatever the methodology they believe. So whatever. Still, well, because Vegas thinks in that scenario, Vegas thinks Baltimore's better than Detroit. Go. So, uh, hmm. Hmm. hmm, how about that? That should be fun, though. Yeah, really good. Should be fun. Um, Steelers at Rams going to the three o'clock window. 
in front of a crowd that will be 80% Steelers fans in LA. The Rams are three point favorites. I say at home in a game that stinks really. This is three and three versus three and two, but just not a whole lot out there to get excited about. Uh, Also not to get there excited about the Cardinals one and five somehow with a win versus the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, (laughs) Go to Seattle, where the Seahawks are three and two and an eight-point home favorite. Mm, mm-hmm. Not a whole lot to say there. Uh, division game. I think I'd like the Cardinals to cover, but that's—I don't think that's one I'd feel comfortable betting on. We're watching. Uh, pa- yeah, we're watching. Here's another game I don't want to watch: the Packers at Broncos. Uh, Green Bay one-point road favorite at Mile High. This Packers team isn't any fun to watch. And uh, the Broncos are just a disaster. They are dreadful. And, and that's Good kind God. of fun, actually. Yeah, I enjoy that. Yeah. yeah. Watching Dumpster Fire is a lot more fun than watching boring-ass Green Bay and Jordan Love and them. I'm with you 100% on that. And then the other 325 game, Chargers at Chiefs, division matchup. Chargers are 2-3. and three. Uh, If they don't win at Kansas City, that that seat gets pretty hot, too. Uh, it was hot already. Chiefs a Chiefs a five and a half point home favorite okay. in a game that, you know, I thought, I mean, I, you know, should be fun to watch, but I thought that Cowboys and, and Chargers last week would be high scoring and fun to watch. And it was low scoring and terrible. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, we'll see what happens. That Chiefs defense is really good. Yeah, so they really are, um, you know, five and a half points in a division game is a lot, but the Chiefs, you know, they're pretty good. They have a track record of being pretty good. Also, your Sunday night game this week. If you've been waiting all week for Sunday night, there's a good reason. The Philadelphia Eagles host the Miami Dolphins, two teams with the best record in all of football uh, against each other on Sunday night. Uh, Eagles two-and-a-half-point home favorites against the high-flying Dolphins. After losing to the Jets at at Jets last week. How about that? That's true. Ouchie. That's true. Uh, the dolphin. I guess the, I guess an eagle is a high flying uh, animal where a dolphin swims, but the dolphin's offense is high flying. I think people know what I'm saying. Here. We got you, close enough. Thanks. Uh, this is a good one. This is must watch. I concur totally. I want to see Philadelphia up against this Miami team. I think they've been slow to start. I think that this could be a big wake up call for them if they uh, if they get down big here. So we'll see. We'll see how legit this this Philly team is. Yeah, we will see. I think this is uh, this should be a good one. And then Monday night, the Niners at the Vikings. The Vikings are atrocious. A tasty get-right game uh, for San Fran. It's, it's sure. San Francisco, a seven-point road favorite in Minnesota. Um, I think we might be able to skip that one, Brad. Coming off of 1917, lost to Cleveland last week off that missed field goal. This this is one that will make you get the warm and fuzzies back, San Francisco. Y'all gonna spank? Yeah, them. If you're, unless you're a Niners fan, though. There's this is this is a good Monday to take off from football. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I mentioned the six teams on by: Bengals, Cowboys, Titans, Jets, Panthers, Texans. So it's a lot of buy. There it is. Yeah. There's your slate. Um, you know, I'm excited. It's football, man. Football's awesome. Every week's a great week when it's football season. That's true. It's true. Are you going to go to any pumpkin patches or any uh, anything like that? We went a couple weeks ago to the pumpkin patch. I don't think we've got pumpkin patches in our future. Uh, are you coming to Lost Creek for the game Saturday, tomorrow? Uh, no. No, I am not. Mm, that's a shame. We yeah. invited Pierce uh, to go to um, 
what's what's the uh it's the polvos over there at the mall tonight Ooh. but he's going Ooh. to chris stapleton very nice so uh i don't have any friends over uh, yeah i'm friendless I'm Pike, go drink Pike is going to stapleton too oh that's that sounds fun amazing are you going to maybe we should meet you at, maybe we should meet you at polvos well um if you like dinner no, pike is going pike is going to stapleton i'm i'm not ah, i see um here sent me a text short, uh, a while ago. I wanted to share it with you. He just said, sup, brah. And I said, brah. And he said, what's good? And I said, not a damn thing. And then he said, I'm really excited. I've been quietly assassinating your character for a month, and I think it's about to get back to you. You're really going to like it. So <laughs> He's just been laying the, laying the seed? I guess he's to, just to, telling uh, everybody who'll listen that I'm trash. That's uh, good. So we'll see, we'll see how that goes down. Character assassination. We'll have to we'll have to report back next week. I can't wait to hear uh, hear the rumors on the streets. Yeah, the streets are talking. It's all untrue. Don't believe it. If you hear anything about me, it's it's a lie. It's all true. Shall I play you out? I think you should. Yeah. Hit up that early bird, baby. Yeah, stop what you're doing. Go to earlybirdcbd.com. Use promo code back door cover one word and let's get it, baby. Mm-hmm. And until next time, mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>